terribly sorry for the late start it's a hundred percent my fault i mentioned previously about how i was uh doing a lot more meditation stuff ahead of my uh black belt assessment in may and uh the today's one started a little bit later and despite ben's attempts at distracting me with phone calls and doing the macarena in the lobby i wanted to finish it um so uh it's it's purely on me i was i was deep in the fields deep in the zone but i'm here and i'm ready to talk all things swindon town with tonight's panel and of course you our loyal viewers who as i'm flicking through uh particularly mike's fred on uh on x have entertained me a lot with uh <laughs> what different course may be distracting me from starting the show uh we will not delay you any longer let's roll those titles to do this with any semblance of uh, professionalism because 
Although we have a couple of fools waiting in the lobby to come on, there's one still waiting to be invited to take part, uh, which I will fix while I'm doing the intros. Um, it is absolute chaos, absolute carnage. And uh, yes, Jason, as you said here, uh, as much as anything else, it was an admin error. Um, I am going to fix all of that at the same time while welcoming on tonight's panel, evening Sean. Uh, and just a reminder, as always, um, one thing that doesn't fail is live chat available in our home on YouTube as well as on X and on um, Facebook, as Sean has done. Let's get uh, let's get some of the fools who aren't uh, in a deep meditative state and clearly very confused as to what's going on. Let's start with a man who was trying to interrupt said meditation by any means possible. Evening, Ben. Sorry, mate. I was meditating then. I was just miles away. Oh, wow. Do you know, how can you meditate or go for like a meditation session while I was also stressing out that it's running late and he needs to get a show on? Surely so, that I was, so I was deep in it and then I, I could see my phone flashing where you were ringing me. And yeah. then I was like, oh, fuck, it's one minute to nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the WhatsApp group was going crazy. And then I just tried to ring you. I've just, just seen that while the titles were going off. I, I had visions of you just like having a little nap. <laughs> just no, jumping no, no. This is the second show in a row you thought I fell asleep, by the way. Well, you know, we all love a nap, don't we? And it's, it's, it's Yeah, but my naps are generally in the afternoon. I don't nap in the evening. I'm a nocturnal animal. That's why we do a... these things at, uh, <laughs> at nine o'clock. That, that is very true. Very true. Well, it's all good to be here, up and running. Fingers crossed we get a good game tomorrow. Hopefully it doesn't rain as much as predicted and we'll be all right for a good game. Uh, very much so. Uh, Waza, I've just dropped you the link, mate. You're more than welcome to join in. No worries, pal. And a very good evening to you too, Shah. How was your night out? Um, I've not heard. I hope you had... Uh, I know it, you were building it up to, to a good night out, so I hope you had fun. I think it was last week. And uh, hopefully, I also saw in the week some good news for, for Rochdale. So hopefully, um, all things looking positive for you in particular. Uh, let's get on a, another one of our, uh, of our loyal fools who um, decided that he was going to use the private chat while I was doing the debrief and the meditation to uh, take the piss a little bit himself. Evening, Rich. Evening, mate. Uh, I, I I, yeah, not too bad. I don't know how you can meditate with everything with uh, Swindon being in the shit again. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess you got to get that positive energy somehow. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I was already worried about the show running late tonight, so I thought I was going to get an early sleep, uh, an early bedtime. But uh, clearly not. So uh, that ain't happening. Mate, when you saw um, the list of discussion topics that were available, um, uh, <laughs> you knew it wasn't going to be an early one. I, I haven't seen it, but I, I already know. Um, well, with everything that's gone down today, I, I can assure you that it's definitely not going to be an, uh, uh, an early one. Shame. And what, what could be better than a menage a trois, fools, is if you make it a quartet. And uh, the man who thought he'd been forgotten and almost was, even was a... <laughs> There, there was there was no thought I've been forgotten. I was definitely <laughs> forgotten. Yeah, I was going to say you were definitely forgotten, Mosa. It's oh, not that, that you were forgotten, mate. It's just you're the only fool who doesn't have access to to an ex account. So yeah, when I said the link, I forget Twitter. you need it differently. Mosa, get Twitter for God's sake. You've had two, oh, year, three, mate, year, four years to get it. 
I'm long past. I'm over the age of 30 now. I just couldn't even work out how to use it. I wouldn't use it. And I just, yeah. I'll let you off, Ify, for, that, for that reason. But Ben still uses it, and he's in his 40s. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Ben, let me just get you what out from you under want? that bus, Rich has just thrown you on the <laughs> What are you saying, was <laughs> I was saying you were under 30, Ben. <laughs> oh, mate, that's all right. Big love. Big love. Uh, uh, Owen, Malcolm and Jason. <laughs> Clem says we have to change our mindsets and meditation might help. Honestly, I've been really enjoying these meditation sequences I've been doing. Uh, last well, I was at you. Evening to Greg as well. Uh, yeah, well, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll go a little bit more in depth on it sometime as to what exactly I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it. But that is not for right now. For right now, it is for fools, and that is what we shall do. It's a new month, which means I threw out on our socials uh, what should our topic of opening questions be today. And instead of necessarily answering that question, our dear dear friend, Lady Archer of the Manor. Uh, decided to send us an abundance of opening questions. So, gentlemen, I'm going to throw each and every single one of them at you to see what you think. Um, let me just scroll back down the page to where her, her comments were. Um, Joe, 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 Joe. Here we go. Joe, uh, Joe, so, Joe. First question, and I'm going to start with you, Wazza. It's the big, important one. Um, she kept it on the chocolate theme oh, as it still feels like February. Um, how do you eat your cream egg? Uh, two bites and it's gone. Two bites and it's gone. Okay. Rich? Yeah. 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 Mine's pretty similar to be fair. Okay. Uh, but I like, to oh. I, like to I like to change mine up a little bit. No, every ah, time I have So you're it. a varied eater. I am a married eater, to be honest, yeah. Okay. Ben? Well, it depends if I'm in public or not. Because if I'm in public, it's just your normal way. If I'm sat on my own, then I bite the head off, oh, God. I scoop out the inside. <laughs> I knew you were going to be a scooper. Yeah. I knew ben. you were going to be a scooper. Um, I'm not having this. I, did, I didn't wait. I didn't get nearly forgotten about for this crap. Not... Not if I'm in public, and not if I'm in public, because it is pretty grim to watch someone like lick out an egg. So it, it <laughs> <laughs> so if, if I'm in um, if I'm in public, then it's like two, three bites gone. But to properly enjoy it, scoop it. Regardless of where long. I'm situated, it all goes in. Same, one. The, same with the caramel ones as well, but they're more sticky. Yeah, it all goes in in one for me. I want all the flavours all at once. I don't mess about with this biting. It's what about on. the ones that like half chocolate, half that sort of nougat-y thing, what they called? I mean, I don't know what you're on about, but I would stick that all in in one as well. Yeah. Bear in mind, like the, the Tunnock's tea cakes all going in one for me, so a little cream eggs all going in in ones. But five feet don't mess about, basically, what you're saying. Yeah. Food is for eating, not for pissing about with. Yeah, that's a bad point as well. Uh, question number two. Um, uh, we'll go the other way around. So, Ben, you can go first this time. If you have one, because I'm not sure these are necessarily uh, nationwide renowned, but if you have an Easter dinner, what do you have for Easter dinner? I've never had an Easter dinner before. No, no. Ooh, Rich, I'd have you had an Easter dinner? Just a, a roast dinner. 
Just a roast, Ben. What if yeah. you could if you could make yourself an Easter dinner? What would it be? It would be a rabbit because it sounds like a rabbit. So I'd have a rabbit. Was <laughs> uh, have you ever celebrated with an Easter dinner? No, didn't you just tackle a load of chocolate? Like literally, yeah, don't that's because if I remember rightly, when Easter rose, uh, uh, when uh, Jesus rose again, he came out and he handed out loads of chocolate to the kids, <laughs> and he laid. So like he sat there, he laid one, and he and it helped him re-rise from the dead when he pushed those stones out of the way, and then he gave out loads of chocolate, and then a bunny came along and he rode the bunny with the chocolate, ben, and he went ben, off into the distance. Ben, uh, please don't start shitting on religion 12 minutes into <laughs> <laughs> The good thing I wasn't yeah. listening to that, Ben. Here's how you know that FRI appeals to, to all different sorts of people. So Jason's taken the question seriously. He said, always lamb. Greg has That's said, roast lamb every Easter. And then you've got Mike saying, Easter dinner is chocolate. Sean saying, exactly. Easter eggs. Shah yeah. saying, mine would just be an Easter egg. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I yeah. love a bit of lamb, but there'd be no wasting like room with a bit of lamb. You just literally demolishing chocolate, and you the whole. Do you think? Do you think? It's just what it is. By the way, I apologise for anyone who is religious that I've actually <laughs> horrifically butchered or offended. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Please don't fight it out. My Christian faith. <laughs> uh, even in me, she oh, says uh, ben, ben would most likely have rice and ketchup It's a tradition in my family <laughs> To have roast lamb uh, And then Pete's also saying what? roast lamb Maybe we're missing out on lamb dinners here, Ben Well, lambs, lamb is the like sort it? of Traditional spring type thing Because it's lambing this time of year When all the little baby lambs come along So eating lamb is sort of It's the time of year thing So that could be a traditional I was thinking rare bits, it sounds like rabbit, but lamb actually is a bit more seasonal. Okay, uh, Rich, I'm going to start with you this time. Are you a believer in the Easter bunny? Uh, Remember how many kids watch us at nine o'clock on a Friday night? None, because <laughs> it's prime family time. <laughs> it's true. So, uh, yeah, so no, none. Um, I don't not believe in it, and I do not believe in it. Okay. You get off that fence, Rich. Um, yeah. Ben, Easter Bunny, mm. yes or no? Of course he's real. got eight-year-old. That's, that's what I like to hear. Was I? How, yeah, how, how much is Easter Bunny going to be around your house this year? You've got to do it for the kids. Yeah, you've got to do it for the kids. You've got to go with hard legs and little, like, little quizzes and little everything about they run around the house following clues. I'm, I'm very much an advocate of you're free to believe whatever you want to believe in. If there are people out there that can say that the earth is flat and uh, then why not? You know, I, I, I appreciate fat men in red suits at Christmas delivering kids joy and happiness. Why can't a bunny do it at Easter? Is, uh, uh, and, and then, of course, uh, Greg, again, proving that we appeal to all, everybody. Playboy bunny. <laughs> I believe in the playboy bunnies. I yeah, really so, believe. That's it. Someone just clip that forever. Just Ben going, I believe in the Playboy Bunny. <laughs> that's, that's the clip. <laughs> Jason, Jason say people believe in Clem, so why not? Yeah, that's a bad point, actually. Uh, there is one more. 
there is one more. Um, if you were to be an Easter egg, which Easter egg would you be? Uh, let's go with Rich for this one as well. Yeah, I, I would probably... I'm quite simple. I'd go for the uh, Cadbury's Caramel. Okay, why would you be a Caramel Easter egg? Oh, fuck knows. I don't know. Okay. Um, I, I, I'd say that... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, let's go. What's the next? What Never Easter egg would you be? Mate, Easter eggs have gone up next level this year, haven't they? Now even the egg is like different style chocolate and stuff like that. It's gone up real next level. They've got um, random ones as well. Yeah, they've got a load of random ones now. I, I would say I'm a random because I'm random. I do love like the Kinder chocolate. That is my like, that I love Kinder chocolate. So that would be my favourite. A bit boring, but it is what it is. Okay. But... Uh, ben, what Easter egg would you be? I would be Galaxy um, Egg because I'm top tier, I'm desirable, and I'm smooth and creamy. Do you ask these ben, questions to Ben this... half an hour before we come? <laughs> <on>? <laughs> <laughs> how much uh, have you had to drink and how much have you had to smoke? Profile. <laughs> I'm just fucking ready for blind date for that. I, love, I fucking love that Ben uses the intro questions to update his hinge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my question to number three. Are you three? What egg will you be? <laughs> or oh, you would be a galaxy egg, my oh love. Oh my god, how much do you have to move and desirable and dump here? <laughs> this is this is why we should start at nine because Ben gets fifteen minutes extra to drink himself into yeah. oblivion. This is all your fault, Fifey. This is all my fault for trying to yeah, for trying to empower myself. I've just let Ben get drunk and Larry. Uh, Char says she'd be mini eggs just because they are her favourite. Mini uh, eggs is a shout, and then says, "Go on, Ben, yeah, lad." Mini eggs. <laughs> mini eggs is a shout. Yeah. Oh dear me. Um, I think I would be so. Um, oh, Joe said that I would be Yorkie because I'm strong. Uh, I asked if I'd be Yorkie because I'm not for girls, uh, but apparently that wasn't why she was calling me Yorkie. Um, I, uh, but I think I would describe myself as uh, old school celebrations because I'm I'm exactly what you think I am, but there's all sorts going on on the inside. You mean the bounty? Oh, I love me a bit of bounty, Ben. Oh, you can you can have my bounties, mate. I'll pick them out for you. Is that a euphemism that you've used on but... Hinge as well? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's <laughs> genuine. I, n n never a big bounty fan. Not a big. Jack used to eat the bounties. You know the same what? I said ben, the uh, galaxy. And, hmm? um, live producing this as we do, it would be elite content one week if if we've got nothing, you know, if Swim and give us nothing to talk about, maybe in the close season, just me and you, and we link up like our our Hinge or Bumble accounts and just start live swiping to the internet. Banging. Uh, Banging. <laughs> anyway. June 2024. When it's no June 24, Fifey and Ben just swiping on FRI. Rich, I reckon we're in for a long night, bud. <laughs> May I think so, mate. I wasn't even going to come on to I wasn't even gonna come on tonight, to be honest. <laughs> Imagine if it was. Oh, we won Joe Pipe. It's just me and you all night. It's going to happen one day. One day, just look. Put it in the chat if you want one episode this summer of just Fifey and Ben. Just give me a yes in the chat and let's see how many yeses we can get. Just Fifey and Ben for one episode. I'll go drinking all day. Uh, happy, by the way, 
happy birthday to many shows. Uh, yeah. The, oh, yes, one the, show. Benjamin Button of FRI, the man who seems to get, who seems to look younger every time I see him, um, is his birthday today. And that's why he's not continued his streak to four episodes. Um, but there we go. So happy birthday to many shows, as he's now being called. Uh, they're starting to come in. Uh, we've got a yes, uh, another yes, another yes. <laughs> then it might happen. Oh, dear. I'll make sure I have a day off drinking. I'm waiting for those. I can just see Ben rocking up in that um, waistcoat of his in the background. Yeah, eating a galaxy egg. Eating a galaxy egg. That's me, Dad. (laughs) Bless him. I have got a waistcoat, though, so I will will rock up in one. No, no, I'll get a... I'll wear my FRI T-shirt. You can wear your TSTBL hoodie and we'll... we'll Oh, yeah! I have to dig out now. It's been disposed of, unfortunately. No offence to anyone who's watching from TSTBL, but, um, yeah, it's terrible. TSTBL watches us. They've told us it in person that they don't watch us, so it don't matter. It got burnt, didn't it? Jason says, yes, Brandy at the late, late, late show. (laughs) <laughs> chaos. Um, so much to talk about, and we're already 20 minutes into our late start. So let's get on. Um, what's up? No, 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 we're only 20 minutes in. 35. Uh, what's up? Shut up. <laughs> um, we get to talk about a win, what's up? Oh, what a win. Yes. Oh, what a feeling. I bet they've what got in a row. They've got Gavin Gunning's contract already on the table for next season. Already written out there. Five years. Five more years. Five more years, Gavin Gunning. Five more years. Five more years, I say. Five more years. Five more years, Gavin Gunning. Doing it the Gunning way. We playoffs one day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, it, it does make us all feel better when we get to talk about a win, doesn't it, was a... Um Yeah, it was very enjoyable. To be fair to Tuesday night, um, I thought we played well. I thought it was a first 20 minutes. I think we were a bit... We were... It, Gunning did sum it up perfectly, that we were miles off it. Um, and I thought, oh, my God, we're in for a night here where we're, the best we're going to get is a draw. And then something just clicked. We started finding... The gaps and the two influential players were RHM and McGurk, both the wingers. I thought they were, I thought they were unplayable. I thought they were class. I thought they looked dangerous. I, I, I put in our chat, didn't I? Who's this new guy out on the right wing? Because I haven't seen Hepburn Murphy like that for a long, long time. And that, starting, that was him starting as well. Oh, to it be fair, really... Sean says, here, look, how long have we been waiting for yeah. that RHM performance? Oh, it, maybe we've been doing it wrong, putting him at the top end where he goes up alongside centre-halves, he gets bullied and he just doesn't find. Maybe winger, where he's one-on-one against a full-back, I thought he looked unplayable. I thought every time he got the ball, the ball was out to him. Whether he was running onto it, whether he was taking it at his feet and driving at the full-back, he was beating him. I thought he looked really, really impressive. Um <laughs> But for me, as much as RHM played well and scored a couple, I thought McGurk was, oh, my God, this kid could be so good. He could be so, so good. And if we can have two or three seasons of him, if we're that lucky, this kid could be unbelievable. I'm now starting to believe why these Leeds fans were saying that they uh, they couldn't believe that they let him go permanently. Um I know it's only little cameos that we're seeing at the moment, but he just, he looks so tidy with the ball at his feet. He looks, he's just got, 
he just got his goal, the composure where he chopped back and then he just had the composure. We ain't seen that all season. Like, we haven't seen that from Charlie Austin. Do you know what I mean? Who's an experienced pro that we should be, you know what I mean, raving about. But this lad, I, you know what I mean? My old man was with me and he picks and chooses some games that he comes to and he thought he um, unbelievable talent. Um, I can't rave about him enough. And isn't it nice to be, we're raving about a player that isn't on loan. Yeah. Like, raving about a player that actually is ours and we've got an option on him next season. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. You'd like to think he's definitely going to be here. Um, you know what Hopefully. I mean? So we need to build a team around, you know what I mean, him because he is so good. And as Gunning said, as soon as he keeps getting him fitter and fitter and fitter, um, you know what I mean? He's going to be the first, one of the first names on the team sheet attacking-wise. Um, I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was so good. Um, special mention, I thought Devoy looked tidy as well. I thought he started a lot of our attacks and looked decent, got on the ball made things tick for us. Um, and yeah, as Sean said as well, a special mention for Dokes. I thought playing a bit out of position. I thought the first 20 minutes, it took us all a bit of time to get into it. But he, you know what I mean? He did really well, it, especially going forward. He got on the ball for us and the pass for um, RHM's goal was, was, was something else as well. It was literally perfect. But yeah, overall, a great performance, a great win. But we've got to back it up. We'll come on to tomorrow later, later on. But we've got to back it up. You know what I mean? It, it, we've got to be winning these games at home. Um, but, yeah, great to get three points. And we all walk out of the stadium a lot, lot happier. Uh, Sean's mentioned it. Ben Wazza's mentioned it as well. And now Jason as well. Uh, Dokes played well and what a ball. Uh, what did you make of his performance? Dokes, Dokes. Yeah. That was probably Dokes' best game that I've seen in a Swindon shirt. Um, started off on the left. By the way, the first half half an hour, I was really quite annoyed, um, especially with with Dokes playing left back and um, you know, other, well, all the players playing out position. You know, we had uh, two centre backs and two full backs playing, only one playing another proper position, and we started really slowly. And I was really quite annoyed. And I thought we were going to lose, to be honest. But obviously, that magic from McGurk. Just live and despite the goal they scored straight after that one flash of absolute genius. And by the way, he's a show pony with end product. To that age and pinning that balls when he picked picked out Cockaloo, who was bl his blind side, perfectly weighted, perfectly in a huddle, perfectly weighted pass to set up um, um, Hepburn Murphy for the third goal, and then he he, he, he well he, he sent. Defended to the shops, didn't he? And he did the same at Gillingham as well. He is not going to be at this level for long. He's he's he, he and he's apparently he's not really he's not really properly fit yet. So I think we'll just enjoy him whilst he's here. You know, there's going to be interest in some. We need to pin him down to a long term contract before the summer's out, or he's going to walk because there's going to be if he carries on the way he's going, there's going to be bids in for him. So we need to time down on a long term deal. Um, but yeah, that aside. Dokes, absolutely outstanding quality performance. His ball was the best, probably. Last season, that Ian Dollo crossfield ball that set up Harry McCurdy uh, a couple of years ago, uh, that was one of the best passes I've seen. I think that's just been overtaken by Dokes because he picked up the ball deep in his own half, beat a couple of players, spotted the run and waited. Oh, the weight on it, he didn't even have to break speed. It was perfect. Even... Um, his name escapes you right now. The Tramia manager that would wind me up if I was a spinning fan because he's uber positive. Um, 
And he was like, how about those two Swindon ball goals, eh? <laughs> For the goals. Nigel Atkins. Nigel Atkins. Nigel Atkins was confident. How about those two Swindon goals? <laughs> that which woke me up as a, if I was a Dramit fan. But they were, yeah, the, the, the goals themselves were way beyond this level. And, um, yeah, that, that I think Dokes, does, that was the best I've seen Dokes in a Swindon shirt. He, it was complete performance because defensively he wasn't required to do that less as weak as yeah. part of the game and he had lots of they had this such a high line Blackburn Blackburn they had such a high line tram there such a high line and yeah and and, and to allow players like Hepburn Murphy to run absolute world it was set up for him to succeed and Swin delivered the last not 60 minutes was some of the best I've seen um Rich I'm sure we'll We'll touch on the other side of this topic in a second, uh, or maybe more when we talk about the, the weekend's game. But um, Aguiar and Devoy, I know Waza mentioned Devoy a few minutes ago, and, and fans have been calling for Aguiar to get game time. Um, it, it seems to have worked that there was, I saw praise again on social media for, for how the midfield looked, which... Perhaps caught some people by surprise, given that, you know, McEachran didn't start. There was no Kane, obviously no Khan. Um, are we looking, is Gunning maybe now starting to move towards switching this up a bit and move away from what's what has been for the most part of this season, do you think? In terms of formation, I don't think he will. Um I think, obviously, in terms of the team, obviously, he's got to give players a chance, uh, especially players that he's recalled, or well, I don't know whether or not he's recalled them or whether or not Clem's actually recalled them. But, you know, the, I, I think with the Ricky Aguiar, obviously, he was playing at such a quite a low level. Um, don't get me wrong, it's a decent level and it's a level that I feel as if that he was able to gain success at. Um, he did look a little bit out of place on um, Tuesday night. But again, that's his first start in God knows how long at this level. Yeah. So you can understand that there might be a little bit of achievement issues. And I guess we'll probably see that if he does start in the next couple of games or so. So, you know, I, I liked Riggy Aguiar in his first um, stint here, um, you know, during his first season when he was actually given minutes uh, under Ghana. And we know what he can do. We know what he can do, and um, I do hope he does get another chance to prove it because I do think he's better than what he was on Tuesday night. Um, and I feel as if that he could potentially complement, especially the front three that started as well. Obviously, you had RHM on the right, McGurk on the left, and then uh, Austin up top. But you know, I think uh, with uh, I think with uh, Hepper Murphy, um, I, I slightly disagree. I I I think he. I think he had a an okay game. Obviously, he scored two goals, and he took his two goals really, really well. Okay, the problem I have with it is that he just continually, continually slips every time he tries to make a run or he receives the ball at his feet. And I, I, I just, it, it's so frustrating. It's like stay on your feet. Um, and every time he goes one on one with the keeper, and he just, he just slips, and um. Like I say, I'm not taking any way, anything away from his two goals. His two goals were fantastic. But, you know, I, think I, I, I yeah, I don't know. Not but too sure. At this, but, Rich, at this level, his pace just frightens teams, mate, doesn't it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, he's yeah, finally, yeah. He fought, that was the first game 
that I've seen him utilize his pace properly. Yeah, like, but that's he's pretty, yeah, made, he's made a difference mm. with it. Do you know what I mean? Like some of the games, I just think it's like that he's just sprinted and it like there's nothing come of it. There's nothing. You know what I mean? It was yeah. I, th- I, th- I, I think I think with Peter's point, point, Peter's point yeah, is just yeah. there, is bang on. No, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I think obviously you could tell, especially in a few games before as well, where he's received the ball um, on the left, and he, he like you say. He's, he's taken all that time attacking. to control he's just going the ball. Into traffic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas so on the I right, don't know, he's maybe... able to go round the side of yeah. the fullback, and you know what I mean. And yeah, yeah, but he's just got to sort his boots out, man. Like seriously, he just continue. He just needs to sort no, his boots that. out. Because honestly, yeah, he needs to. He, he's definitely wearing blades when he's playing. Short, no, but Sean, Sean's point is bang on. We would, we was that yeah, sure. Time. Why yeah, did you true. water the pitch before the game when it was tonking it down with yeah, rain? I was thinking... Yeah, that made no, that made no sense. <laughs> That's where our competitive no budget's sense. going, on nice sprinklers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what I'm worried about tomorrow, it's going to piss down all day tomorrow. If they put the sprinklers on it, call the game off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, no, just getting back to your point, Fifey, yeah, no, like I say, yeah. <laughs> In terms of uh, Aguiar and players like that, I, I do think they're very much French players, but... Uh, hopefully they might be able to make an impact. Speaking of players who may be perceived as fringe, was uh, linking some of the points that Ben and Rich made. Uh, there were some interesting selections, Aguiar being one of them, of course. Um, Dokes out on the left. Minton playing at right back was another one. Yeah, um, I said this in our chat. I just don't think he trusts him at centre half yet. No, don't get me wrong; he's a young lad. He, he, you know, what I mean, and I've we've watched all watched him at centre half. He's He's got, he's definitely got an error in him. Like, do you know what I mean? Whether it's on the ball or he just gets caught. And don't get me wrong, he's young. He's, you know what I mean? He's raw. He's got a bit of time to, you know what I mean? He's not, definitely not the end product yet. But yeah, I just think, I think he looked all right at right back. You know what I mean? If, as an option, do you know what I mean? If we haven't got, if we were struggling like we were with injuries, he's obviously gunning at the moment is massive about saying that people are, are limited on what minutes they can have. And maybe they were just mm. thinking that Coca-Cola had played a lot of games when he hasn't really had a pre-season because he was, we've signed him as a free agent or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So I can see why he's done it. And I think Minton grew into the game and it was a shame he got injured mm. and he, and he come off. Cause I thought the last sort of 15 minutes of the first half, we were sort of getting on top and he looked, he looked pretty decent because there's no doubt that he's actually pretty decent on the ball. You know what I mean? It, it, he's definitely there. Do you know what I mean? That he can do that side yeah. of it. My concern is defensively. So if you're giving him the opportunity to get forward and create an impact, then he's less of a liability going backwards. And Jason, I do agree with your point. If you're old enough, you if you're good enough, you're old enough. Totally get that. But for me, I just think he is so raw at the moment, Minton, yeah. and he's been chucked in and he's getting more and more games that... I think there is more to come from him, but I just don't know if centre half for the way that we play really suits. I just, I, yeah, no. I can't see it. Were we, were we able to clarify? Were, were we able to clarify whether or not he was injured or not? Because I definitely didn't I think, think it's definitely warranted. Gunning, Gunning did say he came off injured, and at the end he was. Oh, did he? When they were when they were walking around the pitch at the end, he he was limping. So you know, what I mean, oh, I think okay. there was definitely an injury there. I was going to say, it definitely didn't. His performance definitely didn't warrant to get hooked at half time. So mm. I had to figure that. Was I, I was he did have one or two in the first 10, 15 minutes, like a little bit 
shaky. Yeah. He looked very shaky. Like he, he he looked a little bit. Again, he's another player that is playing out of position. That he he looked a bit um, lost in the headlights a little bit. Um, yeah. And yeah, you could tell that he was sort of covering at centre half, and it's like, no, mate, you should be coming out. You know going one-on-one with your player where the ball's out on the wing and it's just a bit like mm, it's it was, sort it of just go. but again he's learning so like I say uh, yeah. but then when after that he did grow into the game a little bit and you know like when you we say, started going forward, forward yeah. exactly yeah and that's where that's where he sort of came out a little bit so um, yeah like I say I, d- I definitely didn't think it warranted being hooked at half time but obviously if there was an injury in there then fair enough um, yeah. yeah fair play well, on the subject of injuries, just uh, divert slightly. I was um, flicking through the notes from the um, Gav Gunning pre-match press conference. And uh, on injuries, uh, the quotes from the ad were read that McEachern will be back in the squad. He's played a lot of minutes considering he's not been around the team. So I thought it'd be good to mix it up. He thought that Ricky came in and did very well. If he performs well, then he can play games. If he doesn't, maybe not. Um he said Tom Clayton and Reese Devine are on the grass, but still a few weeks away. Tariq, uh, still a month or longer. Um, the new one to come out is that Pharrell Johnson's out for the rest of the season. Um, so although he's not been a regular in the team since starting, Ben, it's it's another body lost. Yeah, well, um, I was listening to the Low Strangers Preza, and apparently it's an existing injury he had when we signed him um, that we dismissed at the time, which obviously didn't pass as medical. And it's turned out to be a lot worse than we thought, which is actually pretty poor on the club. They could have waited till January if that was the case. Um, it went that summer if that was the case. Um, bit of a sick note so far, because he's had a lot of time off with Forrest, isn't he? So um, I think just give him all the time he needs to get back on his feet again. But yeah, it's very disappointing. I think it's someone we could have waited on a little bit rather than the money that we've got on elsewhere um, in a position that can play. Um, but risk you taking. He must be good if we're pay, if we're bringing in permanent injured, injured players. He must yeah. be good. Um, but yeah, bit disappointing. Bit disappointing for the lad as well. Um, so, you know, he's, he's, he's got to be a little bit gutted. He's, he's got to be a little bit gutted because he was hoping to break into some first team football. Um, I'm assuming the club are taking up an option in the summer. It would be fucking harsh if they don't. <laughs> But there you go. Um, yeah, that's all you can say with him. He, he came on once, did okay, not really noticed that much, but obviously he was playing injured. So if there, if there is an area we can afford an injury at the moment, it's probably centre half. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, well, had four, we had four. We wouldn't have said that a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, we had four of them playing Tuesday night. You've got Brewer yeah. on the bench. There's, you know what yeah. I mean? There's five there. Do you know what I mean? As so long. It's gonna. I will say as well when Brewer came on uh, the other day, I was a little bit again suspect oh, yeah. as to why he's bringing him on, but I, I will say he covered very, very well. Um, well, we can bet. Oh, sorry, but Tramir, Tramir were. I'm still going to say Tramir was shit. Tramir <laughs> worked were, it. They were really bad, and the way that we conceded that goal straight after we scored, I was just. It was so disappointing, and again. That's the mentality side of things. Like you cannot switch off at any point in that game, and we switched off for literally two seconds, and they go and score a goal. 
Um, I was going to say, it was good that the flexibility, because obviously we went to three at the back when Brooke came on. I was sitting there going, don't take Brooke on. We don't need Brooke on. Going fine. But flipping three at the back, a little bit more compact. Um, It looked all right. Um, So at least we're not all right. One one, uh, position wonders where we won't, we'll just stick to rigid to how one way we play. So that's something that's good. But Rich, you're absolutely right. Tramway were pretty poor. Um, but yet, then again, those poor teams do need to be beaten. And maybe yeah. a couple of months ago, we weren't putting them away. We put them away, and you felt like if we really need to get another one in the second half, we could have. Um, it means, no, means, means nothing now, though, if we don't win tomorrow. And again, it's yeah. oh, yeah. yeah, another absolutely. team that's so poor. So it's just like, you know, we've got to, we've just got to bounce back and concentrate got to on tomorrow. Win every single game and see where it takes us. So I think we're in a position now where. We know 100, it's pretty much certain now we're not going to get in any sort of trouble. So you might as well just go into the game with a, like the attitude of let's just play our game. Let's have a go and let's see what happens. And if we can go on a bit of a run, we can go on a bit of a run. Um, I think we're one of those teams now, hopefully they go, well, they've got nothing to play for. So they're going to play with no fear and, you know, they're just going to come at us. Um, so they can be quite dangerous. The sort of team that we'd be slightly wary of if we were at the top or at the bottom. Just going well, you know they, you know they, they, they can give air free attitude and no pressure. So hopefully we can go into these games with that sort of attitude. Well, so Ben said the word attitude there, and, that, and that's something I wanted to ask you about. Um, so I, some of the comments that got him made um, after the game was that there were massive positives. How he always strives to be perfect. Um, and if you don't do that, then you don't get better. He said that that we were a bit slack at the start, but then came alive. And we could have maybe had a couple um, of other chances before going on to talk about some of the players we've already done. Um, there's been times this season, I think Nick said it a few times, where even if it's been sort of late in the game, you see the board go up with how long's left and you're like, well, we know what's coming here. Obviously, again, Swindon took the lead and then conceded. Were you kind of thinking it was that again or, or are you starting to get the sense that the players believe that just because they concede it's not the end of it and they can go on and do as they did on Tuesday and, and get the second third and win the game yeah I, we, we do we definitely looked more dangerous as soon as they conceded the other you never were like oh this is going to end one all because we were creating chances even Tramia were getting a few on the break and you know what I mean? It was never that sort of game where I thought, oh, it's going to end one all and we're not going to get another... You know what I mean? We're not going to score again. It always looked like that we were going to do that. Um, on the on the attitude side of it, yeah, it does look a bit better. Um, you keep hearing the words that Gunning's trying to create a, an atmosphere or some sort of new culture or he's trying to bring new things in, which, yep. which are all things that we, we're not... You know what I mean? We see on a Saturday maybe with regards to the attitude, but this is all stuff that's really done behind the scenes in training yeah. and everything like that. So fair play to him if he is doing that sort of thing and trying to create something because we don't want this season just to stagnate. As, as fans, you don't deserve to turn up to a game, even if you're sat mid-table and you don't you expect your team to give 100% and work their socks off and you don't want to hear the terms that they're on holiday already or they're on the beach or... You know what I mean? I want to see Swindon for the shit that we've had to put up with this season. I want to see us finishing strongly and I want the attitude to be spot on on every game that we, we're playing. And yeah. I want to see us... Because that's the bare minimum as a footballer, really, that you should be given 100% and working your socks off every single game that you play. That's that's non-negotiable. So I don't know why this sometimes still carries on. Um, yeah, and it 
like Peter said there, it was, it was a very good finish from the lad. And I think we were a bit unlucky. I think it ricocheted off one of our, and it fouled to him nicely. Um, I think Gunning joked about it, saying that that was the only thing that Doak's done wrong, because the reason they put him left was to cover this guy who cuts in off the right. Um, and he, he wasn't close to him for the goal. And he's obviously, it was a good finish. Um, but yeah, on the attitude side of it, there definitely looks like there is a desire or a work rate and, and that's what we want to see. But, but I expect that that's the bare minimum. Um, so I don't really see too much, effort. but if he's creating this culture, then yeah, all well and good. And if it seems to be players are buying into it, which is what a hundred percent, what we need to see, because I can't stand going to watch games where we've got, because there's always something to play for as a footballer. Your own professional pride is massive. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I can't have it where we're going to be sat anywhere and stagnating. I want us to see, like Ben said, I want us attacking these games and proper having a go and trying to get three points out of every one. You know what I mean? Realistically, it's not going to happen, but you, you never know. Do you know what I mean? You've just got to keep, you know what I mean? If he's creating this attacking brand of football that he wants us to play, then we've got to go for it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Rich, I think it's uh, kind of linking into... To what Peter said, that what what do you think the outcome was in terms of Tramia? Were were they a side on the up as we were describing them on Monday night, or or did they maybe disappoint a little bit and and not as good? And and does that make it harder for you to to justify some of the praise that's been coming towards the Swindon players after the game? Not necessarily. Like Ben said uh, multiple times tonight, it's like you, you've got well, you've got to beat what's in front of you, and you know you get you're going to get bad teams in this league. Um, to think that Tranmere are on the up, I I wouldn't agree with that statement. Um, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say we're on the up either, and we're very very much closer. Uh, close to each other in league position and I think both teams sort of reflect that but we were definitely the better team on Tuesday night um, I thought their style of play wasn't amazing uh, they, they had a good bit of possession in the first 20 minutes and I again I'm not sure whether or not we just let them have that uh, but after that 20 minutes we absolutely dominated them and, um, you know, their goalkeeper, well, Jesus Christ, don't get me started on their goalkeeper. Bloody hell. Um, the two go two Hepper Murphy goals were absolutely catastrophic errors from from him, um, especially the third goal that we scored. I uh, don't know what the hell he was doing. Um, but yeah, um, it's, it's, it's a little, it's a, it, I can't really justify to say that they're on the up. You know, they've obviously got Nigel Atkins as their manager. Obviously, he's very experienced. However, though, I think one one thing that we've gauged uh, over the last few years or so that maybe the older managers aren't necessarily the better managers, especially at this league, especially when you've got a lot of younger players coming into the fold um, and playing a, a different style of football. And I think, you know, it, it, they're, they're good sort of role models, obviously, what they've achieved in the game. But, I, I, you know, you sort of see that old style of football. And I feel as if that's the style of football that Tranmere were adopting. And I felt as if that we were able to sort of 
um, break that down, uh, especially. And you could see by the goals uh, that RHM scored, uh, especially the, his first goal, uh, the amount of space that was just left in the middle of the park um, where Dopes just threaded the needle, really. And it went all the way straight through the gap that was just there for RHM just to run onto. So, uh, no, I don't, I don't think it's a justifiable statement. Um, and I, I, I do feel as if that we're, I wouldn't say we're in a better position. We have the opportunity to be in a better position than they do, but I wouldn't necessarily agree with either statement. And I just feel as if we were the better team on the night. Okay. Now, there is much to cover tonight, so I'm happy to move on. Unless there's anything specific from Tuesday's game anyone wants to uh, wants to touch on before we do? No? Okay. Not really. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's look ahead to tomorrow then before we talk all the other bits and pieces. So, starting, uh, let's go around the grounds quickly um, to see what is going on. Swim and Super Marine have announced that due to the forecast to change they are going to have a pitch inspection tomorrow ahead of their game um highworth also playing at home tomorrow they haven't announced any um any pitch inspection so all looks good at the save on tires stadium uh, for highworth's game um and bassett at home again this weekend rich yeah, so uh, both men's and women's are at home. Um, men's have got a derby game against Corsham, so that'll be a, a very feisty game. That'll be a that's a playoff contention that um, game. That game, um, so um, that that'll be very interesting. If Swindon's game wasn't on, I'd certainly be going up to that. Um, but yeah, so come on the bus. Um, and the women are at home to Bath again. In the League Cup this time, though. Um, so we drew with Bath one all last week. Yep. Uh, and as Woody described on Monday night, uh, it was a very controversial goal that we scored. The, I may uh, have seen some footage of goal. it. Yeah. So, um, but hopefully we'll be able to um, reignite get back out on the pitch and hopefully the pitch will be good especially after tomorrow's game because we know tomorrow's game is going to be a very feisty game um so hopefully the pitch won't be too damaged um for us to play on on sunday mm -hmm. but you know we'll, we'll see and uh, hopefully we can get our first win over bath this season and it'll be very good because it is the first round of the league cup and it's uh definitely uh something we've still got to play for this season so it'd be Really exciting and really good if we can get something out of the game. So, fingers crossed. Well, hashtag up the bass in that one. Um, I might be wrong, but I don't believe Swindon Town women are playing this weekend. I haven't seen any any coverage from any of the pages to say they have a game this weekend. I'm sure someone uh, can correct me I'll double, if that's I'll wrong. I'll double check. But I, I haven't seen anything at all about a game this weekend. Um but yes, yeah, they they're a, they're away to Bridgewater. Oh, okay. There you go. I stand corrected. I apologise. Well, um, that's that's what their fixture list says. They oh, okay. Are, so, okay. Um, yeah, unless that's changed. Um, as for Swindon Town men, then uh, how are we feeling, Ben? Let's start with you. How are we feeling for for tomorrow? Oh, really quite positive. Um, I think Carragher. I think it's quite a good plan to play him because. 
since their absolute drubbing at Mansfield. Um, I think they've got one point, lost a couple of games at home, though their point was a credible point at Crewe. Um, I think Swindon are have an opportunity if they go at the game with the same sort of um, uh, intensity as they did with the last match um, to put two wins on the spin. Um, I, I, I'm quite confident tomorrow that we can do it. Um, Gunning, again, quoting the, the comments from the advert uh, was, uh, Gunning said, I watched the game. It wasn't a 9-2 game. And Mansfield scored five quite scruffy goals. Most shots went in. It was crazy. They have hit a bump after being the form team maybe two weeks ago. We're going out there to get the three points. I would imagine. I would sorry. I would imagine by the Stockport game, we have probably had the most shots since I have come in. So I look forward to it. Um, are we like Ben says? Are we playing them at the right time? And is this a chance for you know back to back wins and the beginning of consistency? Well, it needs to be. Um, you know, what I mean, we need to win. That, 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 that's the be all and end all. We definitely need to win tomorrow. That's I, I wouldn't accept anything. I won't be happy unless it's a win. Um, but Harrogate are one of these sides. I was just looking at their record then when we were talking. It they like they've won they won four in five and then they've gone on another little run now where they've lost four in five. Do you know what I mean? It's really, really strange. They're a really weird sort of team. So if you catch them on a go on a good day, you know what I mean. They are they're going to be a tough side. You know what I mean. They, they they're going to be difficult to you know what I mean difficult to beat. But they they have been shipping an awful lot of goals. So you know what I mean. Do they come here tomorrow thinking oh Swindon? Do they look at those stats and go that Swindon are looking good? Do we sit back or do they fight fire with fire and think you know what let's have a go and see what we can do? So. um you know, I mean, I, I don't know what to expect from them, but not being arrogant, it's all about what we do. If we perform well like we did for 60 minutes of the game on Tuesday night, then I think it'll be enough and we'll win the game. But I don't think Harrogate will be as poor as Tramier, in my opinion. I just don't think they will. They've been up near the, the top end of the league most of the season and I don't think they're going to be a walkover. Definitely not. Um, and we've got no God-given right to to be like that and be expect yep. we're going to win, but mm. I, we need to win. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the be all and end all. We need to be picking up three points here. We need to start going on a little bit of a mini run if we want to get towards the top end of where we want to be or push as high up the table as we can. Um, yeah, so I think we need to win, but you know what I mean? It all depends on how we turn up. But we can't write off Harrogate because of everyone will think, well, they ship nine goals against Mansfield. Let's put it this way: Man, there won't be many teams that finish above Mansfield this season, in my yeah. opinion. And you know, what I mean, they are a good, good team. You know what I mean? And you know, what I mean, we, we've got to go next week. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. let, let's not let's not rub salt and go, oh, Harrogate got smashed by them. Or we should definitely turn up and beat them. We've got to go to Mansfield next week, so let's. Yeah. What 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 worries me is the fact that Harrogate actually lost four one to Newport on Tuesday as well. Yeah, it's a it's so a completely different thing when you're at home. Weird. You feel like the impetus is on you to be able to yeah. go out there and take a team on, and maybe they're just not like that at the moment. Maybe they are preferring going away from home. Um, you know, I mean, apart from the Mansfield game, they look quite a decent, steady side. Like Ben said, they got a decent draw at Crew, which you know, what I mean, is a tough place to go as well. Yeah. Um, so you know, what I mean, it, it could be anything tomorrow. 
But I can't iterate enough. It, this, this is why this is why we can't go in arrogant, and this yeah. this is the problem. And the problem is as well is the fact that we're going in actually on a win. And again, it was the same as last year. The consistency factor just was not there, and yeah. we win one game and then we lose or draw but the next. This three is or what four. concerns me about this arrogance, Rich. That if we go in there tomorrow and the players go yeah. in there tomorrow, thinking this is yeah. going to be an easy win, they look at the result on oh. Tuesday. That the, the, that 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 we got uh, that they got that they got mm. thumped at home by Newport, and they think, well, we beat Tramier. There, there's a little bit of concern with these younger lads that they just look at results and go, oh, we'll just turn up and beat Harrogate mm. tomorrow. It won't be like that. No, it won't be, be like that. Um, we seven think we can't be arrogant <laughs> with yeah, anyone. No right to be arrogant. You got no right. And, and backing up that point, uh, Rich is is the one that um, that Peter and Matthew both made. You know including Mansfield, notwithstanding it, um, Harrogate have the third best away record in in the division. So regardless, yeah. they do know how to play away from home. Yeah, yeah, like I say, yeah. And uh, this, that's one thing that we had two seasons ago was that we played really well from home, uh, away from home. And uh, that's obviously gone very sour the last two seasons, which is a bit of a shame. But it's good when you get that. Um, I don't know how many Harrogate ship away I don't, I don't think I don't think they bring up that many and obviously yeah. it's a long journey as well Harrogate as well but, you know well. yeah mm. you know I think we've we've sort of got to start taking advantage of this now like I mean you saw the reaction after the home game on Tuesday night you know it was a great performance uh, the play, uh, the fans got behind the team and that's what we really wanted um, and now that's just got to replicate tomorrow now. And, you know, like Gav Gunning said in his press conference yesterday, consistency is key. And it's the same for every team in football. Um, but, yeah, it, 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 and like what Wazza says as well, you know, it's, it, it's, it's very important that we don't go in arrogant and that we, um, we, we show what we can do. We show what we can, how we can play. Uh, we can show what our attacking motive is. And like we've seen, Harrogate are prone to conceding goals. Whether or not that is at home or away doesn't really matter. They've proven that in the last month, that they've conceded, what, uh, nine, four, five. They've conceded 14 goals in three games just in February. I don't know about their other results, but, you know... We've got to start taking it. We've got to start taking advantage of that now, and that has got to be key tomorrow. I think actually the weather on the pitch will actually help us as well because it's going to be heavy, and we've got options. So we can change about the side. That's, 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 that's not good for Hepburn Murphy. No, right? the last the last fifteen twenty minutes, if they're going to try and park the bus, they will be fucked. They will be fucked. They will be knackered. And we were just mm. going to push, push, push and push. There are going to be chances to come. Um, again, I'm going to rip a stat off the low strangers. There is no club that's conceded as many more shots on goal in this level than Harrogate. So hopefully we just got to put two away and hopefully that's enough. <laughs> but um, I think, I think if it's a heavy pitch, that counts for us okay. at home. If it's away from home, it'd be a different story because we're at home. Um, and if they do come to park the bus the heavy legs will affect them more and we have options to change. I don't know if they have the strength and depth that we have now. So um, I'm, I'm, it's another thing why I'm quite a bit confident. Hopefully we can pop up with a good win. Well, let's talk about some of the key selection factors then. Ben, as you were talking, I'll start with you and, I, and I'll 
bring up Peter's question. Uh, will RHM start? He was knackered Tuesday night. Do you think if the pitch is going to be as heavy as you say, as Rich just suggested, that's not conducive to his style of play, will he start the game? Well, the pitch was heavy on Tuesday. Uh, I think we'll take him off half-time this time. And I think he starts the first half. And then the second half, he comes off for Harry. Okay. Uh, Rich, you mentioned the word consistency. So linking into my question for you earlier in the episode, does the now available again, if I'm correct, Sayu Khan return to the eleven? given that our better performances of late have been when he's not been in the side? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't play him. T- I wouldn't start him tomorrow anyway. Uh, I, I think that midfield looks a lot more stable. And I think when you've got somebody like Devoy, that sort of, you know, that um, controlling factor in that midfield, like who's directing, I, I, I think that's really, really important to have. Whereas you've got Khan who can play in midfield, but he doesn't really know what his best position is in midfield. He's either uh, in a double pivot, he's either in a def- uh, CDM role, he's either in a centre attacking role. Like, you don't... It's it's very very difficult to really understand what Khan's best position is, and you know I think I think it's uh, I think at the moment until we start to get a little bit of consistency until we actually see if this midfield actually continues to work, then I would keep him out of the team. Okay, uh, was it your selection dilemma? Does Dokes continue at left back tomorrow? Just because of the Minturn injury, and I don't think Minturn will play. I think Kokolo will come back in at left back, and Dokes will go back over to right back. I just think it'll give us a bit more balance. I just think it all. Um, I think Gunning said something about that they did it on Tuesday because they felt that the Tramia right winger was a bit of a, a, you know, what I mean, a bit of a danger man, and that they thought it was a bit of an idea. Um, on trying to keep him quiet, which is why they put Dokes out there. Um, but I just feel that Dokes will go back to right back tomorrow and Kokolo okay. will come back in on the left. I just think that will happen. Um, on the Khan point, I, I think Khan will start. I, I, think if he, I think if he's fit, he plays. I just, I, I just, I don't think they've got an awful lot of trust in, in, in Aguiar. I don't think they've got an awful lot of trust in um, Matekran. I just don't think they have. I just, I, I think they blow too much hot and cold for those two. And don't get me wrong, I haven't been a biggest fan of Khan's performances recently. I definitely haven't. But I just see they seem to love him, don't they? Flynn loved him. Gunning loves him. You know what I mean? They must see something that that we as fans sometimes we get massively frustrated with Khan. And I'm one of those. I, I think he sometimes ponders too long on the ball. I just think he but they're all about that he gets the attack started. And I do see glimpses of it, but he really does frustrate me. And I just I, you know what I mean? If it was me tomorrow, um, I don't think Aguiar did a lot wrong, but I'm a big fan of McEachern. I would bring McEachern back in and play him alongside Devoy. But I think in Gunning's eyes, they all love Khan, and I think Khan will come back in. Um, yeah, I just think that'll happen. Um, he's really into changing it up, Gunning, at the moment with minutes. He keeps going on, doesn't he, about all these minutes. I think there will be changes tomorrow. I wouldn't be surprised if... If Hepburn Murphy, even if he is fit, I've, I wouldn't be surprised if he brings Ebaduzi in and plays him on the right. And you know what I mean? I, I, yeah, if that's how you pronounce his name. Um, Albazedi. Albazedi, Ebazudi, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Zan- yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
the yeah um the right footed Alan O'Brien um if you want to call him that um but yeah I, I there will be changes because Gunning this is what Gunning says at the moment that they can't all play these minutes and it freshens the team up I wouldn't be surprised if Drinnen started tomorrow actually and that yeah. Austin was on the bench I, I you know what I mean I wouldn't be surprised if that was a change um. But yeah, until you've seen the team sheet at two o'clock tomorrow, it is you. You don't know what you don't have a clue because there will be changes. I think the only thing that will stay the same is that McCarthy, FBT, the keeper, and then the rest of it is all up for a bit of debate. Devoy always seems to start if he's fit, um, but they're about the only three or four that you could say is a definite. The rest of it is all to be interpreted, and however Gunning wants to set up, really. It's almost as if we actually plan these things that you've mentioned, the two players I was going to, uh, to just oh, kind of oh. throw open a straw poll next. Um, of all the positives that came out um, of, well, the last couple of games, really, if, if you look at it, uh, which, there, you know, there has been positives in, in recent games, um, especially, you know, the fact we haven't lost, although our winless run was getting a little bit longer than, than fans would have liked. We, we weren't losing all the games. Um, Elbazadi and Drynan, or Drinnen, however you prefer to pronounce it, they they seem to be the latest players to kind of be separating the fan base in terms of opinions. So th- there's no right or wrong. It's a safe place. I just wondered your guys' your guys' thoughts on those two at the moment. Uh, anyone can start. And do you see oh. them as as big players going into the the, the last few games of the season? Or, or are these players that you're not really expecting to make an impact in the remaining yep. games? Go on, Go on Moza. You know, I was going to say, uh, Elbizetti started really quite strongly and he's faded a little bit. Um, I think he's a bit of an in-and-out player where um, a bit like, sort of like Ricky Shakes, where he can come on um, and be absolutely out brilliant every now and then, but then more often than not, two and three games, he might be frustrating and be a bit like that speedboat thing that everyone compared him to. Um, I think I think Drennan long term can be a success. Um, I think he's going to someone who's going to moan at for not scoring enough goals, but someone who works hard and brings a lot to the team. Um, he, I think you can't fault his attitude. You know, he's um, he's quite strong. He does donkey work really well, but he's he, he's not a natural finisher. He's just not looking at him. You can tell that already. Um, so I think he might be held as a bit of a boo boy because people go, "Well, he scored one goal in eight, and so he'll be used to criticise a lot." But I think he's one of those players that plays a lot because he brings a lot to the side itself as a whole. He just doesn't get enough goals. You could say the same about Charlie, though, couldn't you? In that aspect, doesn't yeah. score yeah, well, goals as we would like. You know what I mean? And if, but I don't think it matters if the other players are scoring around him. And like you say, he's used as a foil and a bit of a, a sort of battering ram that gets up there and puts himself up alongside the two centre halves. I think yeah. at the moment, him and uh, Zach on the right, they've they've both got a bit of an excuse and going and uses it. Don't he saying about that they're not fit enough at the moment? We're not going to see the best of them because they're not fit. Yeah. Um, that's why they keep dripping them in and out, you know what I mean, minutes here, minutes there. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's so harsh at the moment to judge them straight away, you know what I mean? I think it's hard for them because someone like McGurk has come in and looks like a serious talent and, you know what I mean, a couple of the others have come in and done all right, McCarthy's done all right. I think it's hard because there's always going to be a couple then that get 
if you get people that have done really well, there's always going to be others that are going to go, well, they haven't done as well. So I think it is a bit harsh. Um, I wouldn't be judging them yet, but definitely you want to see a little bit more out. You want to see more out of them before the end of the season um, to give yourself and base yourself a little bit more of an opinion. Um, but yeah, I, I've I've not seen enough of them yet, but Albazadi, yeah, I can't, you, he looks like... He we looks found Was's like, Ben moment. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I can't even Ebazudi, Ebazudi, whatever it is. He's a scary pace, and at this level, it makes a massive difference. Do you know what I mean? It is, it is scary. You know what I mean? Fullbacks don't want to come up against that with twenty minutes to go. Do you know what I mean? They just don't want to. Um, and Drinnen's this sort of striker that you would see at this level. Do you know what I mean? He's a, he's got. Very much scoring records but you know what I mean he's one of those he's physical he can get a, he gets amongst it and hopefully it'll just drop to him one day and he'll score and maybe that might be what he needs so he scored goals at this level he had a good season for Orient didn't they when they got promoted I believe under so, Kenny Duckett he was flying so I don't see any reason why he can't you know what I mean I can't see why he can't do anything about it so yeah we've just got to see how they go but they need to do a bit more yeah okay Rich yeah, no, I agree. Uh, but I, I, I know what Albazetti can do, and I, I just don't think he's obviously had the time or the chance really to show what he can actually uh, do in a Swindon shirt yet. I think what uh, Gunning said was that um, obviously they're in the off season in the Swedish league at the moment, so he's come to us really for a pre pre season sort of. So he'll uh, he'll come to us for preseason, and then uh, he'll go back to AIK for another preseason. And you know, I think for him, you know, what his goals are at Swindon, I I'm not entirely sure. Uh, do I think he can have an impact? Yeah, yeah, I think he will do. Um, but again, it goes back to what I said I think last week that obviously we've got a lot of an, a lot of attacking options now, more than we thought that we were going to have. And I know we were screaming out for attacking options, but Bloody hell! No, that's uh, started to become a little bit crazy, and I think it's coming up a little bit in Gunning's head a little bit. Um, like, shoot, I need to play him because I need to play him because I've got him on loan and I've got him on loan. And if I'm not playing him, then clubs, their parent clubs, would be like, "Oh, right, he's not playing, so we're going to recall him or such such, or they're not going to be happy with us either way." So I feel as if that, you know, I think I think Gunning's got that in his head a little bit and he's a little bit unsure and he wants to change it up every now and then. And I get the fitness side of things as well. But also, yeah, I, I, I do agree. I, 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 in some aspects, I think it's going to be a bit of a slow burner to start with, especially while Gunning's going through this transition period. But also, I think at the same time, though, I think give it maybe a month or so, I I think you'll see them starting to link up really, really well. And once they find themselves in the club uh, a little bit, I, I think they will um, start to get some sort of success with us. And Drennan, like I said, Drennan's a permanent signing. So if even if we don't get anything out of him this season, then there's always next season. So um, And that he can have a good pre-season. And I feel as if that's what Drennan sort of needs. He probably needs a pre-season. So um yeah, we'll wait and see. Yeah, uh, but I, I I do think they've been good signings for us, and I think yeah. I think the 
uh, best is yet to come from them. So, like Boz has said, I, w- I wouldn't rule them out um, yeah. just yet. Well, before I go around and ask you your predictions, we have another fool entered the lobby ready to have his say. Uh, it might just be say, it might not be see. Let's find out. Evening, Woody. Evening, lads. All right. Yeah. Woody. Hashtag where's Woody. He's making um, his app record, isn't he? He's eating his dinner again, isn't he? He's putting in his appearance. That's why his parents eat. Problem with late night football, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How are you doing, pal? You all right? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I've got a massive ball mark on my leg. I blocked a shot tonight (laughs) and I look like I've been cut open. And then it's just like healed over. It's horrible. Lovely. Uh, I, I know you've been listening in to parts of the show uh, before you got home. I saw you commented a, a little while ago as well. Uh, anything on any of the topics we've already covered you'd like to jump in on? Um, well, I've only I've probably only heard about a third of it, but um, I kind of agree with, I think it was Wazzy who was saying about Alvazadi and um, um, Drinham. I think it was yeah. Drinham he was referring to. Um, yeah, I think looking at Alvazadi in particular, I mean, I was quite surprised. Also, I didn't see any of the game on Tuesday, but I was quite surprised to see the feedback that I've read about him. People saying that you know they already think he's not very good and and things like that. Um, and I know, I know he's over here as a potential pre preseason. I think there's actually more to it if I'm really honest. Um, but you know, the guy's only played like three professional games in a year or something. So it's you know, I think he's probably he's going to be rusty around the edges, but. I think you can afford to be a bit rusty around the edges at this level with 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 the other things he's got in his tank, like that pace. You know, he's a bit like, um, you know, like a B-Tech Danny Welbeck in some ways. You know, kind of his second touch is going to be a tackle um, because of his pace. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and Drin. I, I see Drinan's another one. I, I I've only seen Drinan two games, I think, and I thought he was all right in both of them. I thought he's, you know, I think the problem is is because we naturally think, and he is kind of that backup to Charlie Austin, depending on what happens next season as well. I think everybody's expecting Charlie Austin mark free. <laughs> you know, so um but yeah he'll 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 get a goal. He'll get a goal and then he'll score a few, I think. Um he just needs that confidence. The same when McCurdy scored the other week. I said, you know, every you know, if he gets longer than half an hour a game now, he'll score a few more. Um so yeah that was that was the main thing. Um, I already commented about Khan. I, I know I, I understand why they seem to put a load of trust in him. Um, I almost feel it would almost be quite disappointing if he plays, if he starts, because like we've what drawn nil nil with the league leaders, yeah. um, of which Gunning said it was, you know, a fantastic performance. We did this, we did that, and then we convincingly beat Tramia. Yeah, okay, it was a game that we should have won anyway, but we've convincingly won, you know, at no point during that, even I think, because I was at training and I was getting the updates through and somebody said, oh, they've scored straight away afterwards and I thought, we'll still win this game. I just, I think that Tramia just weren't very good um, and, and and we've got a habit of making teams that aren't very good look even worse, um, like we did with Bradford, you know, so it's, um, yeah, I think so I, th- I think I, I see why Gunn is trying to change it. I think that move on Dokes was a very, very smart move. Um, I know he could have done a bit, bit more about the goal, but it was a very smart move, you know. So he's obviously analysing the opposition well. And like I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be his biggest fan just yet, but I'll give him credit where it's due. He did his homework on Tramia um, and, and it worked. Um, 
but sometimes you still have to do homework on your own players. And I just genuinely believe that at the moment, if we're doing playing well and we seem to be controlling the middle of the park a bit better, then why why change? Why put Khan in? Um, but it's yeah, they, they they're obviously seeing something we're doing. We're all just measly grassroots coaches and football fans. What do we know? <laughs> so. Well, sticking with you then, Woody. We'll go round and get predictions for tomorrow, please. Um, they're on a bit of a downward spiral, aren't they? I think. Yeah. They? Am I right? They've 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 conceded quite yeah. a few, haven't they, recently? So yeah. that's all... thirteen in the last two. Yeah. Um, um, lost four and three. I think I was listening to Low Strangers three and, and four. you know, I was thinking they were saying that it's going to be, they, they sounded very confident and I think a few people have sounded confident. I don't think it's going to be as easy as that. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they were up there for a reason because, um, you know, obviously these guys were in the kind of top seven for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're, where are they now? I think they're what, 10th? Are they uh, outside 12th. of it? 12, 12, 12. So I think I think it'll be you know it's, it depends on the weather as well. I think they'll it will suit them if the weather's shit. Um, but I'd go with I'd I'd go with a two one Swindon. Okay, uh, what's that? Is this going to be the game that uh, that Gavin Gunning says we're due to give someone a hide in? Do you know what I mean? Is this the one? Um, I I don't know. I don't. It's. Anything, like I said earlier, I just I'll take any win. I just think I will. Um, I, I fancy the same scoreline as probably Tuesday. To be fair, three one. I just never see us being able to shut out, especially at home where we put so much in going forward. We're always susceptible to getting caught out because we set up with this very attacking brand. So I, you know, I mean, I could see them definitely getting a goal, but I just think we maybe have a bit too many options and firepower for them. So yeah, I'm going to go three one Swindon. Okay, uh, Ben. I am going after a frustrating first twenty minutes. A little bit of magic from a Gurk opens them up. For that, they need to play the way, change the way they play, which forces them out. Heavy pitch won't do them any good. Four 0 Twinder. And and Rich. Um. Well, considering um, Harrogate have conceded fifteen. I've just had a look. They've conceded fifteen goals in the last four games. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say that we will draw one all. Okay. I want uh, us to win, and if Gunning's done his homework, then I I think we will win. But I just think realistically they're going to try and park the bus against us, despite our pacey forwards. Um, I mean, we might be able to break them down, but I just. Uh, I don't know. They're, they're not going to want to get off the back of another 4-1 defeat, are they? So, um, yeah, I, I think they'll probably set up to defend a little bit. So, I'm saying no, no. Well, you said 1-1 originally. Did I say 1-1? Sorry, 1-1. Sorry, <laughs> I stuck with 1-1. Sorry, sorry, that was my bad. <laughs> no worries. Um, I was going to actually go 1-1 myself. Um, but, to try and keep it different... I'll, I'll go for a two-one win. I think. Oh. Um, I thought you were going to say Harrogate were going to win. No, I, I think I've only predicted us to lose one game this season, and that's when I was really down in the dumps. Um, <laughs> so I like to try and keep it as optimistic as possible. Uh, so I'll go for a two-one Swindon win. Um, 
let's just uh, finish then with with public notices. Um, first of all, a, a little bit of shameless self-promotion, um, which I'm all for because at the end of the day, I'm the one that's in charge of the topics. Um, I, I mentioned recently that I had the opportunity to record with Project Football. Uh, it's, it's still very strange for me when I'm not on hosting duties and I'm on guest duties and, and people ask me if I want to appear on their, on their um, products. But uh, I, had a, I had a great time. It was a real laugh. Um, the episode dropped today. I've shared it out on our socials. If you've got nothing better to do with your time, then please do go and listen to it. Yeah. Um, I talk a lot about yeah. FRI. I talk a lot about Swindon. There's one question which caused me a lot more grief than I expected it to, but I just could not think of an answer to it. Um, I won't tell you what it is. That'll be a spoiler. It is, you know, go work. If you like to hear me squirm, about not being able to come up with a Swindon Town-related answer to a, a, what should be a straightforward question. Go and listen to that episode of Project Football. Oh, but that, it, yeah. it was, it there's was only great one, fun. There's only one nation in the Great British Isles, isn't there, Fifey? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I, came up with, I came up with someone for every nation in the British Isles. Did you? I did. Uh, okay. so, so, someone's clearly oh, no. half-listened oh, to no. the episode. No, I, I was listening, and if you listen carefully, you'll see Fifey switch into uh, host mode at one point. As I, well. did, I, he couldn't I did. Hold, he couldn't hold yourself back, Fifey. I did. I started asking questions, <laughs> but no, it was it was really good fun. Um, and do you know what? It's a really great concept, and I have I have pre warned uh, I have pre warned that I'm likely to steal a lot of their content because I really did quite enjoy. How they set it up. So, uh, but no, it's well worth a listen. I hope you enjoy Wait, it. I have a question. Did Go you on. never see Kevin Horlock play? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wonder why you didn't choose him for one of them. Okay. Uh, don't sense. forget, I, I only I only started watching Swindon in two thousand and three. I think. Yeah, two thousand three. Because it's twenty years now. Um, missed out all the championship. Bless. On a, yeah, I've 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 not seen Swindon above League One, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. which nor is Rich just to make me feel better. And me, yeah. and and was a there we go. Yeah, we're not as old as you, Woody. No, yeah. I've or seen ben, Premier League. I'm ben, old as fuck. Rich pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Premier League. I'm old as fuck. <laughs> on a on a on a serious note, if I can, just just for a moment. Um, I can't claim to know the ins and outs of the situation, but it it has been brought into the the media eye again that still a Swindon player, and whether Swindon player or not, nobody deserves it. There was apparently racist abuse aimed at Tony Adeloy while playing for Partick Thistle. Um, obviously, we hope Tony is okay. Um, no one deserves any sort of abuse. Um, you know, I, I, I get as fans, you know, we'll, we'll turn around and, and tell a player that they're shit or, you know, we might call them a name like a wanker or whatever if, if they do something. But but no one deserves that level of abuse that, that's being reported. And we just obviously wish him the very best and hope. Well, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if I'd hold back if Jerry Barton was still playing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I believe the phrase is "there's an exception to every rule," but I, I'm trying. I'm trying to be serious. Sorry, uh, I ruined it. 
<laughs> you did, but uh, but especially yeah, just after uh, Ben's atheism approach earlier, atheist yeah, yeah, especially after Ben fucking <laughs> destroyed the Christian faith. I'm sorry. I apologise to all your Christians out there. I did not mean to offend you. Enjoy your chocolate. Already offended, Ben, so... Um, sorry, Rick. I'm really sorry. sorry He's a but, now, but now the reason... <laughs> now the reason that Rich, who was having the night off, decided to drag himself onto a late-starting FRI... Um, Swindon, Ta- Swindon Town do something better than any other club in the in the... Well... Never mind the country, probably the world. They wait till there's one shred of good, good, you know, feeling that comes from a win before shitting all over it again for for no obvious reason. And and half the time, I don't even think they mean to do it. I just don't think they realise that they're going to do it. Um, season ticket prices were announced and, and the early bird offer and everything, which, in the grand scheme of things, no one's really been that surprised or upset about we kind of knew anyway from from january and then the fans forum and stuff what was gonna what was gonna come out the thing that caught most people's eye and rich i'll start with you because you were particularly passionate in the whatsapp chat about this is the benefits that come from being a season ticket holder yeah i i mean what 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 can i actually say about that like literally well at least your views will be heard by the advisory board well, exactly. Well, I mean, <laughs> if they watch this podcast, which I hope they do, um, but again, like I say, I just feel as if it's oh god. I I, I want to feel as if that that one was put in as a joke. I mean, obviously, nobody <laughs> ever really thinking that's a joke, and I can tell that is definitely an Anthony Hall benefit as well. Yeah, um, there's and I feel as if that that is a little bit of a dig, that one as well, considering everything that he said earlier on in the season on uh, the OSC podcast about us being um, freeloaders. Um, and whether or not he wants us wants to hear those uh, views of what he's basically called us as freeloaders, that means to be seen, but I, I just, oh, I just think it's absolutely ridiculous. And I think you look at the benefits we were given last season. Now, I did message uh, somebody on Twitter uh, earlier, and one, I got a reply basically saying that they're not sure whether or not um, they've confirmed the restaurants yet, or the restaurants have pulled out. Well, I'd be questioning as to why the restaurants have been pulled out. Um, you know, uh, considering we're looking to give them more, you know, service. Um, so it's very mm-hmm. it, it, the the question begs is like, has is the offering gone? I I don't know. I don't actually know well, what the hell is. I, I don't know what is going on. For the benefit and... of anyone who hasn't seen this, Rich, let me... Yeah. So on the on the social media campaign that's been put out about season tickets, well, we can go into pricing and stuff in a minute um, and see what people's views on yeah. it are. But there were five, five um, benefits that have been advertised by the club to being mm-hmm. a season ticket holder. Uh, benefit number one, priority on all away day, cup and playoff games. Fine. Which is substandard. That's substandard. Which, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's just not that, that, no that, that, that shit that goes without saying. 
automatically become members of the STFC Official Supporters Club for free. Well, that's not new because that came in last season. Yeah. Yep. Uh, point number three, have your views represented at the regular advisory board meetings? I mean, that's just a comedy one. <laughs> we'll come back to it in a second. Um, uh, number four, receive discounts when using SAS Travel. I mean, that's a minority because not everybody mm. uses uh, SAS Travel. No, but so, it's there. It's well, there should you want it. It's there if you want it. And shout out SAS Travel. They do a very good job. So, um, yeah. And 10% off all items in the, as most people have commented, empty club shop, <laughs> which will be fully replacing club cash, which will no longer be val uh, valid from the end of the 2023-24 season. Uh, what, Again, when they open up the, like, the new KSC or whatever in the club shop, will we get a discount on that as well? <laughs> Fifey, can I just say one thing about this though, right? You can indeed, sir. That's but what we're here for. This is but this is something for me. This is just my personal thing. When I buy a season ticket, I'm buying a season ticket because I want to go and watch Swindon Town. Yep. I'm not really that fussed about the benefits. Uh, you know, that's just me. Yep. I you know what I mean I it, for me they're just probably an added extra. You know what I mean? That yeah, you're going to get a little bit off in the shop. That you're going to get a little bit. I'm not bothered about being hearing my views on the thing, but that's just me because I like going to watch the football, and that's what it's all about for me, and that's what I would pay yeah. for. You know what I mean? I uh, to be yeah. fair, mate. I think that's what most people most people pay the season yeah. tickets for the football. They're not, of course. Of course. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't but pay I to go more. to a re restaurant yeah. just yeah. to get ten. I think. Off, like, I think what it is ninety quid, but. I think the reason this is a discussion point, uh, and, and was I completely agree because when I when I was a season ticket holder, yeah. uh, I was buying it for the football. I wasn't buying yeah. it for ten percent off in yeah. the club shop or anything. I think the reason it's a discussion point is is the fact of what we then discussed in our in our WhatsApp chat. So just to highlight, this is some of the stuff that some of our you know a couple of the guys here and and some of the others that that haven't made tonight's show have said so. This is MK Don, so same division as us. Okay, yeah. Uh, this this is what they get: ten percent in store, uh, ten percent uh, at the concourse kiosks pre-match, uh, ten percent on per uh, ten percent discount on purchasing additional tickets, ten percent uh, discount at Marco Pierre White's, ten percent discount on MK Don's sports and education trust programs, discounts on purchasing tickets for cup games. The opportunity to bring a friend for free, um, twenty percent discount at what I'm guessing is two other restaurants, and fifty percent discounts at a particular local salon and hairdressers, plus ten percent off every subsequent visit. And my and my, and my qu question is as well: considering we've got all those one hundred and billion sponsors or partners or whatever you would expect that in the benefits that there would be some kind of agreement some kind of deal that would you know benefit the supporters of having them on board like I, i'm just saying but it also not only does it promote obviously you know us you know it's a benefit for us but it promotes like the restaurants it promotes people going out in swindon and everything like that and trying new things so you know i i it, it's difficult and it's like why are the sponsors there for 
Do you know what I'm trying to say? Um, another another example. So we play Harrogate. I'll be with you in one sec, Ben. I can see you got your hand up. You can put it down. Relax. It's fine. You'll you'll get your chance. So um, I think, yeah. So we play Harrogate, and and their season ticket offering was posted as well. Now I think again, what we need to remember is our ticket prices. I believe are inside the top six most expensive in the division, oh, if not higher easily. than that. Yeah, easily. Yes, okay. yes Gary. Um, so Harrogate, bear in mind, again, size of club, imagine how much theirs probably costs by comparison, etc. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven offers outside of the club offers, you know, like the club shop and stuff. Uh, for bars, restaurants, gyms, etc. Which again, people aren't buying the season ticket for that. But when you consider the cost of what ours is compared to the cost of our opposition, what they're getting compared to what we're getting, and let's face it, for the most part of the season, the standard of quality on the pitch compared to what we're getting, I can understand why some fans are, are starting to feel a bit aggrieved uh, as to as to the offering by Swindon Town, and I saw a brilliant post, and and I really should have got it prepared. I want to say it was by Rachel, who said um, something along like, "I don't want to paraphrase it because she worded it so well." One second, let me see if I can just find this here. Um, she posted about how there wasn't even like a sales pitch for it. It was just bang. There's the season ticket prices. You know, there was no message from Clem saying. I know this. We will do this better. This is going to happen. There was none of that. It was just bang. Here's the season tickets. Yeah, but I to be fair, Fivey, if if he had done that, then we would have yeah. all criticised him because yeah, that's what yeah, did yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I just I think I think from because I I reflect. I mean, the only reason that I looked at the kind of benefits comparisons is because they made a big deal out of they kind of. For me, they're putting it as an additional benefit when it's not a benefit. This advisory board thing's laughable. It was on there last oh, season yeah. as well. It's laughable. That's not a benefit. That's that's just something that you've promised the fan base. You know, whether they pay £27 a game or £25 a game or whether they're a season ticket holder, they have every right to have their views expressed on there. You know, when you submit a question, you don't say you're a season ticket holder. You know, you just submit a question. So it was more about kind of promoting something that it's not. Um and I just think that, like you say, for me, it's – and I, I do agree with Waz, that you, you kind of buy a season ticket to go to the football, right? But it's – there every season ticket now, you look at any club, there are these additional things attached to it. And sometimes to get that little bit of edge, a little bit of difference, like I say, I was quite impressed when I read that MK one that said the under-12 season ticket holders get a free shirt. You know, that – you know, because regardless of what people say – those shirts don't cost that much. They don't cost fifty-five quid a time for the kit for the club to purchase. So something like that, something a nice like little offer like that, that gets people through the door. And I think that's what they don't ever seem to think about. This club never seem to think about is what what else can we do to get people through the door. And I'm not saying it's nasty, has to be ten percent on everywhere in the outlet and all of this kind of stuff. <laughs> it just it just needs to be those kind of nice little touches that's gonna to make me go, do you know what? I'm looking maybe me and Arlo go next season. Um yeah, four hundred and sixty quid I think, for example. Um oh well Arlo gets a free shirt. Well, you know, that's a little bit of a nice little thing. Free access to the junior reds rooms. That's a, and you notice they don't mention anything about the junior reds room. In, in there, if I remember rightly, which is free. Any, yeah. I know it's free anyway if you've got a match ticket, but 
that's something you mentioned because the club are paying for that to happen. And I just feel that like it's they're promoting things they don't need to promote. But like you say, the sales pitch thing, I kind of I get I totally get Rachel's point that they did they kind of did just dump it on us. And I think we're one of the first teams to do it as well, first clubs to announce it. Yeah. Um but at the same time, you know, if Clem goes around in a bus, we're criticizing him, you know. So it's um yeah, it's I think um yeah, the only thing I haven't had a proper look into yet is apparently there is a, a bit of a steeper rise if you don't get it before the 31st of May or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, 19, 19, yeah, 19 quid more. Yeah, yeah. Than so it was which, last year. Which is probably the other reason why they haven't gone a bit of sales pitchy on it because there is an increase. Because they know, they know, and I'm sorry to say this because it's our club, but they know that people aren't making their decision until they know what's happening next season in terms of... Yeah. So they, they know that comfortably a thousand to two thousand fans will not make a decision on the season ticket until they start to see transfer activity. When does the transfer window open? First of June. <laughs> you know, so it's like you know they they're not stupid. They know that they could put the prices up then because that's when they're going to get the grab of the season tickets. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I think you know I've always said you know is it a little bit non-league to have all of these discounts? Maybe a little bit. You know, I often think when I'm looking at sponsors for my own football teams, I go, well, you know, we'll give you a bit of business type thing. If somebody comes along with a Wharton Bassett membership card type thing, they can, you know, get 10% off or whatever. And because it does create a bit of business. But, um, you know, but obviously a lot of our sponsors are exchange for service anyway. So they're, they're not really getting any money out of these sponsors as we're, as we're evidently finding out now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, uh, yeah, so I think... Yeah, maybe they've rushed the pitch a little bit, but we know that whoever's behind all of these media releases is not the brightest spark in the wood, if I'm brutally honest. So um, they don't read the room well. I think they've picked up on the fact, oh, we've won a game. What we'll do is we'll launch it before there's a risk of losing the next game. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if that was supposed to come out on Monday, if I'm honest. But. Ben, you, you, you posted something from, on your social media about this earlier as well. Um, and you made some interesting points. Uh, just reading your your post here. Not sure why people are surprised at season ticket prices. They were announced in Jan. Very true. Benefits are shit. Yep, very true. Uh, you suggested how about half cup tickets, free um, Bristol Street Motors trophy. Um, yep. 20% off travel club. Uh, you're, the one that seems to have caught the most attention on your post is a uh, half price shirts. Yeah. Well, it was just, that was just off the top of my head off the cuff without giving it any sort of thought whatsoever. But I was just trying to think of something that will work for the club and the, for the fans. And one thing we're desperate for desperate for is a cup run. And the JP table, it's empty, isn't it? It's got about a thousand and a half bands. The so BSM, please. Yeah. The BSM, the BSM has got a, a thousand and a half fans. If you can bring a free ticket for season ticket holders and they can bring a mate for half price, all of a sudden you're going to get about three, half, four thousand people turn up that could be bothered. And you've got a little bit of a, a proper atmosphere. It gives the younger players that are playing a taste of actual what it's like to play in a first team game. You'll, you know, and the atmosphere or, or, or the intensity just brings up the intensity a little bit rather than a pre-season season feel same first two rounds the fa cup and the league cup you know um half price tickets bring a mate for free again the gates are shit for the first couple of rounds 
So just let's get loads of people in a bit of atmosphere and let's see if we can progress and make money by progressing through the rounds because that's how you do it. Because that goes into later transfer budgets in January where we've not actually progressed at any cup runs whatsoever for years. And it's just that, uh, but I thought that up within two minutes of reading uh, and there's just no effort at all. And yeah, the shirt thing, 50% off. Some people go, yeah, well, we're not going to make margins on that, which is probably right. We're not going to make margins on like half price shirts, 25% or 20%. And as Woody said, just give the kids a free shirt. Uh, Junior Reds room, a free shirt. Junior Reds to get, give them fuck loads of goodies, free shirt, loads of shit. So like that's going to encourage the kids as well. So that sort of thing. It's just I, I bring a fun None of it. There. None of it. Mm. I, I actually think, yeah, but although, again, in fairness to Ben, although it might not be a full, fully four-hour idea, he he would have done that five minutes after publication, whereas the club's been thinking about this for probably three, four yeah. months. Now, there's nothing to say that he's not on the right track by saying something along the lines of, oh, yeah, you know, you get your yours and a mate's ticket for, you know... I know exactly where he's going with it. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. And, you know, it doesn't take a genius to work it out, um, you know, that there can be some kind of benefit if you do decide to go, like, you know, like you said, like, buy one, get half price or something like that on yeah. the BSM tickets, yeah? You know, that, that's something. And at least you still get money in for it, you know? Mm. I, I Where I do but think yeah. that um, Ben and Woody do make good points. If we're going to let, let's park the 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 external benefits, shall we say? Because maybe they haven't been agreed yet there to be announced. Possibly, maybe everyone's pulled out and and there's just no one wanting to offer anything. Possibly, we don't know. Let's not speculate on that. What I am surprised about is the lack of mention of of internal benefits, for want of a better phrase. You know, there is no mention of junior reds uh, and, and stuff that that you can get there. There is no mention, even uh, that I noticed. I could be wrong again. Tell me if I'm wrong. There's no mention of Swindon Town women incorporated within that anywhere. Yeah, free seats get you. Yeah, gives you a free now, season ticket for me. If, if all of the external stuff is out of the equation, what you want to do is really focus in on Swindon Town, all under one umbrella. Look at what the academy's done this season. Yeah. Right? Why are you not capitalising on that and saying part of your season ticket, you get X reference the academy, you get Y reference Swindon Town women, you get, you know, this sort of stuff. Put it all under the Swindon Town umbrella and at least make it look like they're all intertwined with a combined vision for the future. Yeah. No, it, like you say, you make a, a really good point and that's something that is absolutely missing. And, you know, the, uh, it's not only did the have the academy had success, like the women are third in their league, yeah. you know, and um, they had a, a decent FA Cup run as well. They got to, uh, they got to play one of their games at uh, the county ground as well. Uh, they played Bournemouth. So, and, you know, first versus third at the time I believe in their league as well so you know it was a good style of football uh, it's a, it was a good game of football to actually go watch you know and like you say they've definitely they've definitely dropped the ball on this and you know if if you want to gain that community aspect which Clem clearly set out to do when he first took over 
you can't just give up on that after one season. You can't just give up and say, oh, yeah, well, we tried this with the women, didn't really work, so therefore we're not going to go with it anymore. You can't do that. And, you know, and you've got to be like, right, instead, okay, we've got to do this. You've got to go back to the drawing board, you know, not completely rule it out. Do something different, you know. Yeah. What is going to get them into uh, watch a women's game on the Sunday, for example, you know, and not just watch the men's game on the Saturday? Yeah. Or vice yeah. versa. Like, say, for example, you can't make a game on Saturday, but you could make the game on the Sunday, you know, sure. yeah, it's 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 a missed opportunity for sure, and yeah, I would say so. And especially and especially if the uh, academy get to even the semi final, I mean, even the quarterfinals that they've got to is an incredible, unbelievable achievement. achievement the the um, journey they've been on. Yeah, so you know, yeah, it's it's a shame. It is a real shame. No, it absolutely is, and like you say, we don't necessarily uh, okay let, let, let's bring up the elephant in the ring before i say this um was i'll come to you first what what do you make of the price of the season tickets we, we kind of knew what it was going to be because of the the fans forum and stuff we know that the walk-up prices are going to be cheaper and they said the season ticket was going to be frozen do you think that what, what is it is it 399 or is it actually 400 do we think it equates to to value um, so I was just looking because I obviously I didn't I didn't see this all today. So it was a uh, free if you buy it the early bird for an adult is free ninety. So what is it? So twenty three league games, isn't there? Divide that by yeah. twenty. It works out at just under seventeen quid a ticket. I I don't know. It's, I we we've always known that we're one of the most expensive. We've always have been. And I think the club just know that people will buy them eventually. We have, we are, they, they just don't appreciate how lucky they are. I don't think the football club, to be honest, that there's a lot of loyal fans that will, that will find the money. And even with Clem doing all this drivel that he spoke about last time, saying about that we want to make things easier for the fans to be able to with the cost of living crisis and everything like that, people, they are, they don't appreciate how lucky of a core group of fans <coughs> that we've got that will buy a season ticket no matter what they do. And, the, you know what I mean? They don't, they're not, they're easy to say that they're going to make it easier, that they're going to make it cheaper. But at the end of the day, it's going to look like you say, it looks cheaper, but you've got to get it before the end of the 31st of May. And then if not, then it jumps up. And from what I'm reading, it's actually more expensive than what it was last season. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So that there's no, there's no saving there, is there? You know what I mean? Nope. So they're trying to promote people, like you said earlier, to get a season ticket now before you even know what's going to happen next season, before you've even seen if we're going to invest in the squad in the summer and get some more players, before we even know if we're going to have another manager through the door or whether it's going to be gunning again. So yep. there's going to be a lot of ifs, buts, and maybe. So what they're trying to do is trying to entice people to, to make that decision with their pocket earlier before all the rest of this comes out, which I just think looks real murky. You know what I mean? I just, I don't like it at all, but they don't appreciate how lucky the, the, the core group of fans that will always buy the season tickets because some people, and I probably put myself in this category that I go out to watch, I do go out to watch the football and I don't depreciate anyone that has got a bit more of a, 
that wants to do a, see a bit more benefits and see a bit more thing. I enjoy the the social side of me going out and catching up with you guys and taking my boy to football, which is brilliant, and with my old man. And you know, I mean, that's the way that I look at it. Um, but yeah, I'd, there's never going to be a deal at this football club with these people. In you know, what I mean, yeah, it, it, it was the same with power. It's the same now. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, we are going to always be one of the most expensive clubs at this level for season tickets. We're not going to get looked after with regards to it. Uh, And and that's the way. And unfortunately, people aren't going to boycott it. They're not going to stop going because we all want to go and watch football on a Saturday at the end of the day. Because there's nothing else to do in Swindon. Yeah. Yeah. You're bang on right. Um, and we're going to go and watch our club. And unfortunately, unless it got really, really stupid, you know what I mean? When you look at it, face value is 60, is 17 quid, not bad for us. You know what I mean? If you bought it early, 17 quid for the, the 23 home games, is it really that bad? I probably don't think it is. I've just had a look at the kids one. Like my little, my little lad is 40 quid for the year. I don't think that's unreasonable at all. I think that's really quite decent. Do you know what I mean? So... I, I can't grumble at sort of stuff like that, but I totally get the people that want to have a, you know what I mean, that want to have a pop, and I, they're just trying to get people through the door early. So yeah. to answer that- Sean's question, so, sorry, Woody, I was going to come to you in just a second, but to answer Sean's question in the chat, if I'm reading this correctly, if you get a, a side stand after, well, from the 1st of June, it's £429, so divide that by your 23 games, it works out to be... 1865 a ticket. Um, compared when, to when one- you put it down like that, it doesn't sound that much, does it? 17 no. to 1865, it doesn't, you know what I mean? You're not as long as you go to every game, yeah, that's it, game. exactly. Yeah, 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 you're bang on, yeah. Uh, sorry, Which is you, hard. Were, you were gonna say something. Now. I was just gonna say, it's good to see uh, the old family one t- ticket making an appearance again. The uh, <laughs> is that the is that the one adult and one child? Because that's what constitutes a family nowadays. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I did that's, think that's... that whenever they put that. If you think about that, if that was me taking my boy on the side stand and going, thing, it's not worth me doing the family one deal. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. If I went with Marlo, yeah. I'd just get him an under eleven. Yeah, um, but, that's it. Yeah, so I mean, if I if say it was me and my eldest going, then yeah, it would be worth it. It just makes always makes me laugh that they dress it up like it's a family ticket. Like it's like it's not separated. It's a separated family ticket. Didn't we used to do a thing though with two adults and two kids? Didn't we? We definitely definitely they they cut it. Um, My opinion, it's not enough really as well for the long term season ticket holders. Um, I think it's great that the walk ins have been reduced. They had to. It's far too expensive. But what's I think that, sorry, ben, what's that come down to? Have they announced it's what? not official yet? That was released. But I think that's getting down so to about it was 24. Going to be 24. Yeah, so that'd be down yeah. from 27 to three pounds. So, yeah, a little over 10 percent. But with um, yeah, but with, but I'm just saying with, with the season ticket holders last year, for example, we were quite, we were kind of pushed into buy buy your season tickets. It's going to pay our budget. We're going to have a, a promotion winning budget. We're going to really go yeah. for it this year. But in order to do that, you really need to buy a season ticket. Push, 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 push. Everything marketed, season tickets, season tickets, season tickets. And they didn't do it. They didn't do what was promised. And uh, fans bought their season tickets under false pretenses and were 17th in the league. 
So I think, though, it, you know, they've discounted the walk-ins, they should have, that's not enough. And they've not even nearly close gone to the season ticket holders and gone... Uh, um, um, ben, that, that goes back to Woody's point there about the fact that they haven't gone into the sales pitch yet. And, you know, no. like, obviously not all the details have come out about that. So I think, I think, give it time, I think eventually that will probably all come back out again. And it will probably be like, oh, yeah, if we get to 5,000 season ticket holders, uh, then you could win a trip to Australia. Yeah, well, who did win our trip to Australia? Well, Gav Gunning won his trip to Australia, didn't he? Because he went to Kemp Town. So Gav Gunning was the winner. But that's what I'm saying. Personally, again, I'd like to see um, loyalty rewarded for people for a long-term season ticket holders. And people, you know, where you get some, like like when you get new claims bonus, when you don't claim and so your your insurance goes down a little bit more. It's a similar sort of thing. Obviously, if you're like 20-year season ticket holders, you don't get it for free. But I mean, there's a cut-off point. But there is acknowledgement that, for six, seven years, you bought decent ticket running. And, I think you, you deserve yeah. something for that. You know, you, you've had this, you've had this customer number for the same year for ten years. For that, we're going to do something for you. And I think that that's something that re, that's something they should look. It's not even considered. It's not even in their mindset to do something like that. But fans remember that, and that good word. You know, it's. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you something that would genuinely go down well, and I've just I've just picked this up off the back of a pack bag packet. Um, <laughs> um, the, <laughs> what they should do is some sort of inter- now the how many times of even when I was a season ticket, why did I start going? Because my mate went. And why did my mate my other mate start going? Because I was going, you know. They need that one way that they could increase the tickets is by having some sort of incentive where, say, Ben, who's renewing his season ticket, introduces somebody else and yeah. they get they get twenty five pound yeah. off, twenty five pound yeah. off or something like that. And so that would cost the club. Well, it wouldn't cost the club anything because Ben would get his ticket for twenty five pound cheaper, let's say, for example, and they would have made three hundred and seventy five quid off yeah, the person that Ben introduced. One. You know, like there's there's just small things like that, and this is obviously we've all spoke how James Watts has done a good job on certain aspects, and I, again, I won't take that away from him, but I would almost expect a guy with his experience working in football clubs to start thinking about things like that. You know, this is like I say, like Rich said, let's do something that makes us different. Scrap the yeah, if we don't have benefits, fair enough, that's an external thing. Um, I noticed that the um, Legends Lounge discount isn't on there at the moment either. Um, so I don't know if that means if that's going to be put back out yeah, at the party. I um, quite like my cheaper point. They should have kept yeah. that. <laughs> um, <laughs> they might. Do, they might still might still might do it. But I was just I just noticed it wasn't there. But I just think that you know we've got so many people will come up with all these silly like all these off the packet ideas, free shirts, and you know money off shirts, whatever. I I, I want to see. I want to. What I want to see from our commercial leads is to go this is what we're thinking of doing, or this is what we want to do, you know, and, and kind of, like I say, the introduction, I, I'm sure another club's done it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if another club's done it. I wouldn't be surprised if Swindon have done it before. But you think about how, how you originally went to football, started going to watch Swindon, was probably because one of your mates or your dad or something like that was watching yeah. it. They had a season ticket, so they introduced someone else. Same as like the cinema. You think about the cinema passes. 
you know, if I I've, I had that unlimited silly world, whatever it's called, but if I introduced a friend, I got one month free, you know, and so it's this is something that's going to cost the club very little, if anything, and they're going to make four times that back because we brought in another customer who's then going to put money in the tills, who's then going to put money in the uh, in the bar, who's then going to put buy a shirt, and I just think. I'm surprised we haven't done anything like that yet with the amount of commercial business we tried to do as a club. I'm quite surprised they haven't come up with that yet. Fortunately, I just don't think they look at it. I just I just literally yeah, I think agree. they look at the value that, that, that it is, the money, isn't it? That is what the be-all and end-all of what it's about is that they just look at it and go, oh, well, no, I'd rather just take the maximum I can out of this person rather than giving anyone a saving. I just, yeah, it's just... I. Just, it's just clueless. It is really. It does frustrate you. Because um, if we can one come thing up that has ideas in five ten minutes of looking at it now, what are the people? You know what I mean? What is going on? Yeah, yeah. Because one thing they stopped doing now. Do you remember when they used to say season tickets could bring a friend for a tenner? Yeah, they used to yeah. do that quite a lot, didn't they? They stopped doing that yes. now. Um, probably because we give away so many free tickets. Um, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly give away a load of free tickets. But yeah, it's. Um, yeah, they just things like that. I just want to see things like that come back because that's how you get people through the door. That's how you get yeah. the big fans, and that's how you get the you know like people that will go who are unsure who probably follow a Premiership team, and then they go, "Oh, actually, do you know what? My local team's not that bad." Oh, guess what? You get a season ticket. It's only seventeen pounds. Seventeen pound for a game is not actually that bad in nowadays. No. You know, it's not that bad. It's not great because obviously we're still quite high, but. You know, seventeen quid. You you pay twelve quid to go watch Superbury. Yeah. You know, so it's not. You know, it's so it's. I think. Yeah, I just, I just, I, I, I'm going to get on this advisory board and just ask the commercial guy and just go like, seriously, what ideas have you got in the pipeline? Tell us what ideas you're thinking of. What pie in the sky? Where do you want to be? What do you want to do to get money? Sometimes you've got to lose money to make money, and this, yeah. So I just think, just bloody do it, man. Sometimes I think you. The only thing. That- <clears throat> You say it, Ben made the point earlier and said about that sometimes people can't make every game. I do think now that a lot of people think, and the way sometimes I look at it is that you're asking someone, don't get me wrong, I know they do these uh, like pay monthly sort of deals, but some people like to bet. I think people struggle. If you think of about a family or if there's two in your household of two adults coming, you've got to find near on a grand there. I think sometimes it's easier to find... 40 50 quid a, a, in a week when you choose to go to a game rather than finding a thousand pound at once to then buy a season ticket and i know over the long run that that might put you that you haven't benefited because you're just but if you're just cherry picking games and thinking right this is the game that the few games that i'm gonna or the 10 15 that i'm gonna go to because i can't make every saturday they are going to lose out on season tickets. And that's why I think they've probably done the right thing of dropping down the match day prices because a lot of people do just make a decision sometimes on a Friday night, something changes and they go, oh, you know what? I'll go to football tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people do do that. Um, And it's a lot easier sometimes to find 20 quid or 25 quid at a weekend rather than committing at the start of the season and trying to think, oh, I've got a free fork out four or 500 quid. Um, I think that's the way how a lot of people work off especially at the moment, they're working with their budgets and what are your bills and every, or, you know what I mean? Everything like that. And if you've got a little bit left over from a week, you kind of go, oh yeah, I could go and watch football. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So you haven't got that burden. So I, it, it, it's, it is difficult to find the balance. I totally agree. And that's why I think a lot of people do 
maybe the season ticket sales will be down like they were a bit this season. But you've got to put all the lem into account so you can kind of see why. So the the yeah. point you make there is absolutely bang on. I mean, I'm in that exact situation right now, not even in terms of just season tickets or anything. Obviously, that we we there was a lot of talk a couple of weeks ago about is Mansfield away going to be the next big fools rushing away day? And I'm like, I'd love to do Mansfield away. It's perfect for me. It's round the corner logistically. But I know that I'm taking my lad to London this weekend for his birthday and we're going away for a week's holiday at the end of the month. So I'm sat yeah. there thinking, do I justify Do I justify buying the ticket for 20-odd quid and what, yes, is considerably less than any Swindon fans coming from Swindon, but still the fuel money or the train fare or whatever to go to Mansfield? Or do I save it as extra money for when me and Aidan go away on holiday at the end of the month? Yeah. Back. And that, I think that's the be that is the the be all and end of it all. People's lifestyle and stuff like that. It, you, I don't know if it feels like it is different because you used to be able to. I know now that people like when I was young and I was a teenager and I bought a season ticket. I knew that every week, every Saturday, I was planning around going to watch Swindon Town football. Yeah. You know, what I mean? that's every yeah, week. Yeah. But now you've got your kids, you've got your lifestyle, you've got your jobs, you've got every. You know what I mean? There is trying to find that balance. And that's probably why some people think, well, no, I'm not going to get a season ticket, but I will cherry pick games that I want to go to. So that's why making the match day prices a little bit cheaper will entice those people back. And, you know what I mean? And people are thinking instead of trying to go and go and, you know what I mean, go and do something else. And if they bring the prices down for that match day experience, people are go, oh, we'll go and watch Swindon today rather than going to pick and going to do something completely different. Yeah, 100%. Listen, this is a conversation that I'm sure we'll continue on for a long time. It's a, it's a conversation that I'd love to carry on over the weekend on our social media channels. If, if you want to have your say and you haven't done so yet, please do fire us messages on Facebook and on Twitter. We love to, to share these out with the public, get the discussion going, reply ourselves, share it in our WhatsApp chat so we can all discuss different people's views. Um, so, yeah, we, we'd love to carry on. Uh, hearing your thoughts on this in particular. Uh, one last thing we should touch on before we sign off, as I appreciate we've we've hit the two-hour mark on a, on a late start. Uh, so thank you for sticking with us. Uh, just want to say congratulations to everyone who has um, got themselves appointed onto the the revamped or, or the new board of Trust uh, STFC. Let, let's see what the uh, the new team are going to bring. A fresh outlook, fresh impetus and hopefully some fresh positive outcomes for all fans concerned. But yes, congratulations to those. Well done to everyone who put themselves forward to it, because it's easy as fans, we've said it ourselves, it's easy as fans for, for even us guys to sit here twice a week and say what we think, but the, these people have actually put themselves forward to try and do something positive. So um, well done to everyone who did, and congratulations to everyone who made it. Uh, and that just leaves us to say, if you are going to the game tomorrow, um, I, ho I hope you stay as dry as possible, first and foremost. Uh, have a great day. Be loud, be proud and bring home the points as we look to end the season on a high. Thank you so much for joining us on FRI this evening. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. And thank you, gents, uh, even though you thought you were forgotten, Wazza, and... Uh, Really, I only started late so we could get as much woody time as possible. That's the real yeah. truth behind it. Fifey does have his favourites, Rich. You're right. Uh, and that, that's why I always uh, big up Woody when I get the opportunity to. Thank you very much for watching FRI tonight. 
Um, we will speak to you again on Monday. But for me, Rich, was it Ben, Woody, and the rest of the guys unable to make it tonight? Have a great weekend. Goodbye. Take my hands. Take my whole life too. But I can't.